You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV begins right now, and it's a good day for it. Every day is a good day after a 45-3 ass beating. There's Ira, there's Corey. Hello. Good sirs, how are you? Good, man. Good. I'm all right. I'm I'm struggling. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make it though. I'm gonna survive. I just had a dental procedure and uh, half my face is numb. So I was gonna say uh, before you offered it up to everybody that uh, you know you're playing a little wounded today. But had you not been able to make it, Corey, it would have been a catastrophe since you've already welched several times over on hour number two. He still right. hasn't made it to hour number two yet. Yeah, I haven't. Sure. I haven't. I'm gonna try though. I'm gonna try. It's gonna sound great with half my mouth numb, but I'm gonna do the best I can. That's all right. I'm That's gonna slobber right. on myself. Did they a knock? Bit too. Did they knock you out for this filling? Did you no, go I got I got Novocaine though. I got Novocaine, pretty good. It's pretty nice Novocaine. Yeah, you're doing all right though. Doesn't sound any different. I didn't sound bad. No, doesn't okay, sound good, any different. Good. We'd let you know. Register Sausage sponsors the hour always, and we always appreciate it. That is a good thing, and of course, a robust yay sausage to Register Sausage as the celebration has been ongoing. I think uh, probably today's. Well, no, you really celebrate 45-3 to three over Miami year-round. Mm. But as far as your concentration, like hourly and daily, today's probably the last day to really wallow in it before we turn our t- – on to Syracuse, guys. Yeah. On to Syracuse. Time to get focused. Did time he have a promo focus. code for – He uh, did. I'm looking it up right now. There was uh, a lot of victory sausage this week around the state of Florida. Tons of victory sausage. Not, not all parts of the state. Some parts of the state, it might have been pity sausage. Well, but, and, and if you're a Miami fan, you need this registered sausage moving forward. Because it ain't nothing but pity sausage happening Yikes. for you from here on out. They could lose to Georgia Tech this weekend, and yeah. I mean it. But well, I don't know what the spread is, but it can't be more than a couple points I would one way or the other. They, they could just have it cut off at that point. <laughs> right um, yeah. uh, the, he did have a promo code initially after the game to get free sausage. That, oh, was, wow. that was Doke South, but I'm sure that's already that was a limited uh, offer. Uh, for everybody else, 15% off if you use the uh, promo code garbage time. In all caps, garbage time in all caps will get you 15% off of your order at registermeats.com. Or you can go to your local grocery store if you're in this area or this, this part of the country and uh, get it get it right there. But if you have it delivered, it's just as good. Oh, yeah. It comes just as yeah. cold and fresh as if you got it out of the store. Amen. Amen so brother. our thanks to Register Sausage, our thanks to – oh, by the way, Georgia Tech is favored in the game. Well, you're Are going to really? the flats. You're going to Atlanta. That's a tough place to play. I mean, that is a toughie. I mean, we, you know – if you happen to be one of the few remaining souls in Hard Rock Stadium that was a Miami fan for the entirety of 45-3, to 3, 
you're dealt yet another blow when you find out Georgia Tech is favored over you. Well, that you is. had the two, you had the common opponent. You just both played recently. Georgia Tech looked a lot better, actually. And I was I, watching, they looked horrible. I was watching yeah. Dino Baber's press conference yesterday, and somebody asked him about Florida State, and he said, "Well, you know, somebody asked about like the the Miami games. Yeah, you know, they just beat them forty-five to three, and." Actually, more impressively is the fact that they beat Georgia Tech 41 to 30. Oh, Dino, oh, get there, you this. there you go, he Dino. Dino. Yeah. He's we like, Georgia to, Tech's improving. We yeah. need to use that on a loop. You know, Baber's <laughs> just taking shots at my. Everybody wants to. When Don't they forget can. what they did to that great Georgia Tech team now. Yeah, that is. Uh, that, that is something. Uh, so it is that Florida State moves on now. I do think that, uh, obviously, the revisit here this hour, and we'll get into headliner questions next hour, is fun. But I do I, I am interested to see, first of all, does Syracuse get their quarterback back? If they don't, then this will be a romp for Florida State. If Syracuse does get their quarterback back, this could be an interesting game if you're not focused, if you're not locked in. And it is another challenge uh, and step forward for Florida State to take, for Mike and the staff to get guys after a big rivalry win like that, a blowout win. Everybody's patting you on the back. You're back. You're ranked again. Everybody realizes the growth of this program. But now you got to go take care of business against a team that is reeling a little bit themselves, and they've given up a ton of yards on the ground lately, Syracuse has. You would think this is a bad matchup for Syracuse if Florida State's focused. Yeah, and the quarterback thing is just it's really bizarre how the whole thing transpired. He's he got hurt a couple weeks ago. He dressed, he played in a game, it didn't appear injured. Notre Dame. Yeah, and then they just pull him for medical reasons, but he, and Dino Babers insists it's not a concussion. He he was saying it's not a concussion. <laughs> then he didn't play this past week, but he dressed out for warm-ups and then he didn't play and then he went to street clothes and then after the game Baber said it's a yeah the, the doctor said he couldn't play but it's not a concussion. He keeps emphasizing he called it an owie. That guy's the worst by the way. Yeah. yeah by the, the way any Watching grown press man calling anything an owie can go to hell. But uh, the point is he there's like what else could it be? There's no visual injury. What else could it be? But he just refuses to say it's an, uh, it's a concussion. Could be a criminal investigation. We don't know. Could be, could be yeah. any number of things. I mean, I'm not irresponsibly throwing that out there. I'm saying <laughs> it could it, it could be any number of things. You know, so who knows? But uh, either it, way, it is a weird deal because it's not he. You know, look, man, he's not. Yeah, he's not Steve Young. He's not no. Peyton Manning. No, he's, not, I mean, right, he's, right. he's not a guy that changes the complexion of everything. I like that we it, went old school with our references. Yeah, there. but yeah. well, but, Peyton just retired. Well, he's not Pat five, Mahomes. six years ago. He's not they, Pat Mahomes. I, I like he's the, not Josh I like, Allen. I like the Steve Young. <laughs> Steve Young was great. Yeah. Man, well, you want, with the mobile, you want the mobility. I went with yeah. the mobility factor. Yeah. That's what that I was, was looking great. at. Yeah. But the thing about He's not Fran Tarkington. Right, exactly. <laughs> it takes them from minimal to chance to a chance if yeah. they have it. Yeah. Right? Well, and they play, unlike Miami, Syracuse plays hard. Uh, yeah. They play hard all the time. They play yeah. hard in their 19-9 loss. They, they do play hard. You have to earn it. I mean, you can earn it, but you have to. Uh, and so they'll play hard. And, but without him, man, they don't, oh, it's minimal. Yeah. It's, it's the Bleak. chance. Listen, Florida yeah. State's favored for a reason. They ought to win the game. We know all of this. And this is where it's another test of your maturity. I mean, I, I think when we came back from Clemson, we spent a lot of time you know, kind of taking a look at the larger landscape. All right, this is what we know about Florida State. This is some of the stuff that we're excited about, some of the stuff that we're disappointed about. You know, with each passing week, you get more evidence to the good or the bad about what a team is. They're either growing or or you're regressing, and Florida State's clearly growing and moving in the right direction. And so, you know, we all have these thoughts about what a team is in week one, week two, week three, but we know something more because of the evidence, and Florida State is trending in the right direction. Syracuse is trending in the wrong direction, and that's a yeah, it's another it's good a, opportunity. It's a really good sign, too, that your last three wins, now there's three losses in the middle, 
but your last three wins over overmatched teams, you act, you just blew the bejesus out yeah. of them. That's mm-hmm. good, man. You don't let these teams hang around. You exert your dominance. Uh, the NC State game still sucks, but you exert your dominance over the three teams that you should be beating like that. Well, and you That's and, not normal. The, look around college football. There aren't a lot of teams that have these kind of wins anymore. And, and Florida State's got three. Well, and they've got four wins of 25 points or more, and the last time Florida State's done that was 2013. Hmm. That's impressive, right? How many do they have of 25 or more that year? Uh, about 10. Okay. I was going to say every game, including the Maryland game oh, that you were worried about. The Maryland not, game. Not Boston College. <laughs> Boston College was the one, right? That was like a 17-point game, yeah. Um, well, I, I, I'm i excited to watch them play. I mean, sometimes you can just boil it down to something weird like that. Like, how much better is Florida State? I don't know. They're fun to watch. Yeah. Like, that is – think about it that way. You know, if you're just a general fan, you're like, oh, I can't wait to watch this team play. Like, I get antsy during the week now because – they're they're well coached, you know. I, I think I really love to watch this offense. I know the defense was good on Saturday, but I this offense presents a lot of problems. We keep talking about that when you have a mobile quarterback, but you also emphasize the running game traditionally or otherwise. You can throw the ball if a team is helping on trying to take away the run. Uh, there's just a lot of Your options. Running backs are hard to tackle. Yeah, and and it, as Benson continues to emerge as as a you know a burgeoning star. Yeah. Um. You know, you get more and more excited to see them play. Their confidence continues to grow. I think scheme wise, Mike and and Alex Adkins do a very good job um, of putting them in a position to succeed each week. I just love watching the game plan play out. They they uh, they're fun to watch, coach. And if the defense continues to get better now that they're healthier. Uh, this is a team nobody really wants to play, and I think that's true. And I think they do have a chance, like we said, after Clemson, they could win all five. If you win all five, you've got nine wins. Under no circumstance would anybody complain about nine wins. We even said if they went eight and four, it'd be a good season. And you still, you know, now you're getting excited about what kind of bowl game are you going to go to? I mean, these are the questions you ask as you're a top 25 team this late in the year and you watch players grow and develop. These are things that uh, happen when programs are certainly – Trending upwards, and Florida State is. It's not even close it's, now. There's no longer. It's no longer a debate. It's a. It's a, a elite offense. I didn't think this was possible, man. I, I just <laughs> just because of the last two years, I'm like, okay, it's just not meshing well. Maybe the quarterback isn't good enough. The line isn't good enough. He doesn't have enough weapons. Well, now it's all good enough. And there, I mean, there aren't many teams that do what they do. You know, Jordan Travis threw for 400 yards the week before, and then in this game, they threw. He threw 12 passes. Yeah. And they won, by bigger, a lot. They, yeah. they won by a bigger score. I mean, that, there aren't offenses that do that around the country. I guess maybe Ohio State, uh, ten, well, not Tennessee this week, but like I, I legitimately think this is one of the top 10 or 12 offenses in the United States, which is last year it was top 70. So yeah. That's, that's yeah. really remarkable how, how much better they've gotten. My favorite part of the post-Miami game part is the, the conversation around the counterplay because Kevin Steele was asked about it yesterday. Man, they sure ran a lot of counter on you guys, and Kevin Steele's like, yeah, 32 out of 70 plays. And uh, so, you know, then the media is asking, like, why couldn't you guys stop it? And he can't say, well, our guys quit pretty early on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that, he can't offer that up. Yeah. And so he's trying to talk around it. Well, we did this, we did that. And then today, Dylan Gibbons was, uh, we were interviewing him today after practice, and his, uh, somebody asked him about the counter, and he said, uh, yeah, that was, we took it as a huge challenge, and we knew if, if, if that play didn't work, that result of that game might have been different. I want to be like, no, Dylan, it was not going to be different. It was you, never going you, to be different. You, you could have done something else. You could have figured out. You could have run some yeah. other plays, 
And uh, it was because you could have picked whatever the hell you wanted. It just was fun to keep running counter over and over and over, and they couldn't stop it. The fact that they did, you know, there's real physicality to that. And it was funny to listen to Mario Cristobal do an interview with Joe Rose the next day, and he was talking, and he was asked that question. He's going to be asked about is it. Is he on that show every week? I don't why know is, if he is, is he or on? not. I just found it. I saw it was oh, on there. I Joe hear, Rose. Joe Rose. Yeah, I wanted to see what his comment was. Who did you think was. he said? I thought he said Joe Rogan at first. No. I was like, wow, well, That would Mario be very Cristobal. weird. That'd be two and a half hours he was smoking cigars with Mario Cristobal. like, no, no, Joe I Rose. I didn't realize Joe Rose was still He's still alive. Man. And uh he had him on and and I pulled the audio. I just wanted to hear what he had to say because I knew they were gonna ask questions about how the hell you get beat forty five to three and embarrass the program, the history, every Miami fan that's ever lived, the current ones, the ones that thought about being Miami fans, mm. you name it. And as it was playing out, he, he was asked repeatedly about that and he's like, Well, they ran, you know, they ran a lot of counter and um that's a real physical play and uh our guys lost that battle and I'm like, Ooh, he just wants to tell you. And then did you hear what he said about Benson? Oh, yeah. Well, he took credit for it. Yeah. but you know, We're well aware of the kind of player their running back is. I mean, that's the kind of caliber of player we recruited to Oregon. But he, oh, mentioned, nice. phys- but he mentioned physicality in there. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. mentioned like, he's the kind of physical player we recruited. I mean, yeah. And he's basically yeah. telling the world over and over and over. That they're soft. Yes. Yeah. And that they don't compete. Like really soft. Yeah. And it was funny, too, to hear that he basically admitted they got bullied. And then, you know, there's only so many ways you can say that. Uh, and then you get asked that question again in another way. You're kind of like, guys, I'm making it as abundantly clear as possible without calling them that word. And I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else you want me to do here. But it's, think about the world we're living in now where Florida State's doing that to people. Oh, bullying people. Yeah, that, that hasn't happened. But four straight 200-yard rushing games. I think the only one, of the, other than LSU, Wake Forest, the only other game they didn't run for 200 yards. I mean, they do this to everyone. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's cool to see because... It's not like this is a transcendent, all-time great offensive line unit. They 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 have right. got some players, but they're not they're not incredible. They're not Walter Jones. So you have to think as Alex Atkins coaches these guys up and develops them, and they get it used to this scheme that even when you lose the Dylan Gibbons and a Demetri Emanuel, it's still going to look like this. This isn't going anywhere. You You're hitting think. on the thing I'm most excited about. The guys that have more talent are behind these starters. Right. Yeah. And they're being allowed to develop. They're being allowed to get stronger. Which is huge. It is huge. They have not been in a long time. They're being allowed to get stronger, figure it out, technique, all of it. Add strength, add size, understand scheme, understand technique. Alex is a great teacher. And so if you're watching this play out the way that it is right now with this group, imagine what it'll be with guys that are even more talented across the board. And they have several of them that just are, that he's working with better clay. He's molding better clay starting next year and the year after. And they're not thrown into the mix right now. Well, Which which is is a big thing because I was talking to a a guy who's in athletic training, and he was saying that those shoulder injuries, and we've seen it in other sports too, it's not just football, but definitely football. When you have those shoulder surgeries early in your career, and a lot of times you never get back. It's awful. And so by not playing – these everybody wants to see these freshman offensive linemen, Jalen Early, Julian Armella. Um, these guys play. Man, relax. Let them get bigger and stronger. So when they go in there, they don't they don't get hurt. Well, and even guys like Estes that are gonna play right. a lot, he's gotten so much stronger. He was already strong. Like and you watch him go. There, yes, it's exciting. And if they are able to get 
just a couple of like five star Armella types, yeah. you know, without with that body type in here, and those guys are also allowed to develop. Now you got that pipeline rolling right. where you see, you know, for years it was Alabama. You've seen Georgia do this, where they just every time you look out, they're like, "That's another monster at right tackle." Yeah. That's a huge, you know, when they're yeah. able to do that and get through it, uh, then you are obviously able to sustain high levels of offensive play for years to come, and not just a, a one year one off. Some of the headlines: ninety three three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Thanks for listening, Headliners. As always, we appreciate it. We made it, guys. It is the start of the season. We would thank all of our sponsors, but right now we're going to thank Horizons because we're about to go have delicious food and some ice-cold beer, and we're going to enjoy the patio, and we're going to celebrate the return of football. You yeah. sing? I'm not going to sing this time. I, oh, I, I know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not singing this time. Guys, you know the jingle. You know how it goes, and you also know that if you go in there and sing it to them, you get your meal for free. Is that something Completely we've agreed upon? Free. Oh, yeah. I mean, get all the chicken, and almost on shrimp, and everything. But you're not going to sing? I'm not going to sing. Sorry, guys. Y'all act like you don't like it, so I don't want to do it. But what, what we do like, I like the pimento cheese, and I love you the do. chicken sandwich that they have. You're Their chicken sandwich is on point. Like, it's as good as there yeah, is in the, the, in the game. It's the 38 thing, it's called. 38 right? chicken it's, sandwich. Yeah, yeah, it's delicious. delicious. I like it. But I always get the sun, what is it, sunset or sunrise shrimp. It's the one with the sun in it, guys. It's the shrimp. It's good. That's what I was going to say. It's really that's, good, yeah. You get it in the tacos. I do. I get and it And we get it as an appetizer. That's right. It is fantastic. Uh, All the food is great. Great beer selection, horizons. great people. We sit on the patio. It's mm-hmm. going to be that type Soon of weather during beautiful. football season. We've had celebrations at Horizons before. We yeah. have, man. We go there. You actually have a pretty decent chance of seeing one of us and because we're real, at Horizons really a lot. That's really the draw. That Let's is the honest. draw. That's we might be draw. there, folks. And I was going to say, I've been there for brunch. I don't know if you two gentlemen have been there for brunch. But you got the NFL season. Coming right around the corner, it's gonna be. By you listen to this, it might have already started. Go there for brunch, and then you got your direct TV. You can watch your NFL teams while you're eating your eggs. Ira, where is Horizons? It's up on Bannerman Crossing off Thomasville Road at the intersection of Bannerman back there in that plaza. You know who's what favorite restaurant Santa Claus's favorite restaurant is? Oh, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Almost got him. Almost got him. Ho 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 Horizons, <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. If you had to pick a single favorite moment besides Jamie Robinson treating that poor man like a small yeah, child. That's all. That's the number one. For that's sure. number one. So yeah. save from that moment, just ragged on a dude. Uh, at the end of a long, excruciating experience for, for Miami fans. Uh, besides that one, what was your... Next favorite moment in a 45-3 to ass-stomping. You know a play I like? Well, Benson, just this whole yeah. game running over yeah. folks. That but was there, my answer. There was one play where he he ran like, I think it was like a 30-yard run down the left sideline, then got up and shook the dude's hand that that pushed him out of bounds. Like, like not shook his hand, but kind of, kind of gave him a high five. Like, hey, man, that's the way to compete. Good try. Yeah. You guys are, tr- at least you're trying. Yeah, but it was like, <laughs> I, it's just an odd, it's a, it's a, it's a cool, unique character trait out of a running back that's trucking everyone to be appreciative when somebody actually gives pushes, it a go, pushes them out of bounds. Yeah. I was like, man, Trey, Trey might be hitting another level now where he's almost feeling sorry for teams because that's a big development. He was not good against LSU and the first three quarters against Louisville. He was the the worst running back they were putting on the field. He had that running run, the run against Louisville where he got face masks and ran through it. They they got them down to the red zone where they ended up scoring to take the lead. And since then, yeah. he's been the guy we thought he could be. I mean, it's and and it, it go it, it makes sense. Like he had never played in college football. He had never really been tackled. So of course he was hesitant. And of course he didn't look like he looked in the spring. So it, it it took him a while to get adjusted to the game. 
But now you see why they are so excited about him because he's just he's very 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 hard to tackle. Takes a long time to trust when you come back from an injury, especially if you're a running back and it's a lower body injury. It's really hard. You know how many guys have you talked to over the years that either had foot or knee issues, and they would talk about how they were cleared medically, physically they were told they were 100, percent but mentally they couldn't cut. They didn't really weigh, you know, lean into it. With him, though, it just seemed like he didn't trust how good he was. Like he, they, just, they don't tackle him. He he goes he fought, like in that LSU game. If you watch it, it's it's not that he's not trusting to run hard or cut. He's tiptoeing into guys. Now he's just lowering his shoulder and bouncing off. I mean, they bounce off him like he's made of. Yeah, he's a strong dude. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty remarkable. But I mean, it's nothing he's really ever seen before. Yeah, I mean, he had six carries in two years at Oregon, so he hasn't played really since going back to high school. And I'm sure last year at Oregon, he probably was never in a contact. He was always yeah. in non-contact. So yeah, yeah, man, I'm your sure body he, back yeah, up. I mean, and... I just think he—it's a new experience for him. But man, he has adapted quickly. And uh, I mean, it's—it's it's, it, the thing is, like you just usually when Forest State brings in a great running back, whether it's Cam Akers or Dalvin Cook or whoever, they're kind of what they are Russell when they Ball. get there. Yes, Russell Ball is a good one. Yeah, um, one of the Lamarck trio. I'm glad that you broke that out. Yes. You you don't often see a running back like develop while they're here, you know? I mean, it's, it's at least in my mind like the great ones, but he was not great at the very beginning of the season. In every game it looks like he's getting better and better. That's a that's cool to watch cuz usually man like Dalvin was Dalvin when he got here. Except for Jimbo didn't notice. Well, well Jimbo didn't play because for whatever reason he thought season. the other guy was better. He had uh, what was his name? Pender. Pender. Mario, Mario Pender. Pender was apparently blindingly good. He was also <laughs> He also didn't develop while he was here. <laughs> yeah, the the oddity with Benson is that all three of us saw him be real good in practice, yeah. though. I mean, I well, remember he was good in the spring. Yes, there were moments when he'd run past you where you'd say that's different. But Nobody you, that big yeah. should run that fast. Right? No. So you knew the physical skills yeah. were there. Yeah. But could it translate to Saturdays? And we didn't know for sure those first couple of weeks. Now we now know we for know. sure. Now Miami knows. Uh, it'll be interesting to see too uh, how much better he gets as this year goes on uh, because I'm already getting questioned. You guys are probably too. I know the fan base has brought it up. I told Ira yesterday when he joined me on the Jeff Cameron Show. Lengthy segment yesterday, Corey. Oh, meaty, meaty. Yeah, meaty. Oh, that's what it takes. Yeah, a 45-3 win over Miami sometimes, to make you care. Sometimes all it is. That's I got what it is. Yeah, we, we had a good long conversation yesterday, Ira and I. Uh, and, and one of the things well, that... Well, the first two minutes was him replaying me taking my shot. Which was during awesome. During the Sunday Smash. Yeah. In fact, Corey, you have not heard it. Have you? Did you see Ira's shot during the Sunday Smash? I don't watch the Sunday Smash. Oh, listen, so I, I wanted you... So you, you did. I know you did. I did listen to the beginning of it. So you had uh, the Dos Artes. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I did. But I thought he, you were he, drinking Diet Coke. He peer pressured me. And that's when I stopped listening. When I heard he was drinking yeah, Diet when Coke, he I'm was, like, I'm done. I'm done I'm with done. this. So at the end of the night, the the listeners, uh, the fans of the show, over a thousand of them watching Ooh, at the time, there you go. said to uh, Ira, come on, man. It's 45 to 3 Agreed. over Miami. What are we doing? Yeah. And so he grabbed the old bottle of Don Julio. He went and got it. I filled while he went and got the Don Julio. Did you have that hidden somewhere? Somebody, no, it was in the kitchen. But okay. uh, somebody uh, tweeted at Don Julio telling that they need. I need an endorsement. You deal. do. You Although do. Although I don't know, it's really positive for them because my reactions You're are never. It's never a real positive reaction. So I didn't say, "Oh, that's smooth." But there's oh, two I, things. There's two I things I want to. you to hear. Okay, so first of all, I want to point this out so you'll understand the visual. Ira is a grown ass man. Yes, yeah. And what I mean Over by 50. that is, when I asked him to do a shot, when the when the people asked him to do a shot, he didn't go get a shot glass. My man's got a glass. <laughs> I mean, this is way too much. Oh, okay. He Don Julio yeah. for any man. <laughs> right. 
to handle in one moment, Is it a Corey. seven-ear cup? This is like a silly amount of Don Julio that he shot, and, and this is the reaction. This is us. T- oh, am I about of, to watch it? We're going to hear it. Listen. Okay. You're going to hear it. Here you go. I Here am. we go, everybody. Cheers to Florida State's 45-3 to ass beating over Miami. Thanks for watching. It's beat drinking. Mm. Oh, yeah. What are you I mean, it just it gets better ooh, with age. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Some, yeah. Now somehow, I just picture the look on his face. I somehow, you were thinking the exact opposite when you said that. Oh, yeah. Somehow. Macho Man Randy Savage got my that was my, so good. Yeah, that was perfect. Uh, and the look that wince it's like selling Slim Jims. All right, man, good. Man. I was proud nice. of him. Okay. I was proud. Ooh, and yeah. he had to go. And didn't you have to write something that night? Oh yeah, but that was you know, you know you've done that. You've, uh, there's the picture. <laughs> look at the size of the. Are you looking at the <laughs> Do you screen? Not, yeah, you don't have a shot glass eye at your house, or that's, that's uh, look the at one I grabbed. Would you look uh. at the size of that yeah. shot glass? <laughs> that is just wrong. Meanwhile, you've got like a little scepter. You've got like a tiny little you scepter. Sipping, you sipping. sip your uh, bourbon. He's got the fine. It's my scotch that I yeah. sip out of that, but that is the, yes, that was Dos Artes. That is a, a that's a big cup, Ira. It's it's a <laughs> that's, that's a big cup. That's, that's a, like a glass that's not of a tequila. Glass. That's a How we cup. roll. <laughs> Anyhow, well done, and I'll be forever proud of you for that moment. And that's what forty-five to three does. It elicits that, and an hour number two coming yeah, so, up. Here yeah, that's right. Some listener DM me also saying that you guys now, after every win, need to end the show with a shot. Okay, well, so, I mean, people, this is the problem. You are going to finish off this that Don Julio. Kind of like the hour number two, man. Like you throw it out yeah, there, yeah, and, and then the the piranha uh, yes. come for it, and also uh, <laughs> you still got a keg stand keg to do. Stand's well, if they win five straight, yeah. Well, they're hey, they're forty yeah. percent of the way there. I this think, is the pivotal one now. Yeah, get this, this is one. The pivotal one. Well, I think the Florida one is going to be more difficult than people think. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm saying you can't get to Fl- Florida. Won't matter. If it you doesn't don't matter win this if you one. don't win this. And one. I was actually going to bring that up when we were talking about how good their offense is and how well they played, especially the running game. But the difference in this game is Syracuse's defensive front is not great. I'm not going to try to break that act down. like that's yeah. true. But they will compete. And that's yeah, going to be different than what we just saw. I think that's the thing about Syracuse. They were overrated when they found a way to win some games they shouldn't have won, and they you know, were undefeated. And so obviously at some point you have to pay attention to that. But if you actually watched them play, you'd say – they're not real good, but they keep winning games. Now that they've lost three straight, they may be underrated going into this game because I do think they fight. I do think they do play hard, unlike what we just saw from Miami. I mean, they are going to they'll, – they'll buckle up. Yeah, but you're a better team. You are. And it's not going to be a crazy atmosphere because right. they're not 9-0. They're 6-3. and um, It's going to be a sleepy 8 o'clock game and 25, 30,000 fans. Have we there, checked maybe. to make sure there's not a basketball exhibition that night? Or, I think or, that's or, the afternoon. They're hoping uh, they, the fans <laughs> stay there. Now, it won't be an exhibition now. We're in yeah, real basketball right. season, that's as right. you saw last night, Ira. Hey, so so the bottom line is, uh, before the season started, uh, right after the exhibition, the aforementioned exhibition game, Ira and I were, were at that game. Uh, and we we had a little talk about this. Maybe oh, a long season. Let's let's make this segment. Let's talk about the basketball really short. You do you do understand that? I brought it five to three game. I brought, I brought it up with three minutes okay, left in the good, segment. Good, That's yeah, why I did it. I feel like football. I need to get some Don Julio again. But, yeah, talk about well, this. maybe before you step into the TLC double C, you need yeah. to have that Don Julio on you. Just put yeah. it in the glove box. That I was, uh, that was <laughs> hey, but I'm not gonna let that ruin. I'm not gonna let that ruin forty five to three. But yeah, that was that was pretty gross. Well, but here here's what I want to get out there, and we kind of touched on it. It it's gonna be gross. They're gonna have a hard time. Yeah, you think for 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 these first fifteen sixteen games, uh, they 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 probably won't win against UCF, and then you're gonna I be zero two. Yeah, I mean, if they play like that, I don't know who they beat. Well, they'll play better than that, but they are. That was. 
That was disgusting. It's one game, but it was disgusting. There's a lot not to like right there and yeah. a lot to find disconcerting. I don't disagree with the fan base. Like I'm not jumping off a cliff here because it's a long season and we've seen teams get a lot better and a lot of teams lose games early in seasons where you're like, what the hell? But I, I'm, I'm worried. I'm really worried about oh. the makeup of this group with the injuries that they've had, the suspension, all of that. I mean, that that's yeah. not good. For people that – you know, that don't follow Florida State basketball in the offseason, which mm. is probably a lot of Florida yeah. State fans. They brought in a guy from uh, Brown, uh, Jalen Ganey. Really who, good player who's going to be a defensive presence. Conference defensive player of the year two times. Shot blocker, presence inside, great leader. Really athletic. Senior. Do, I mean, just a dominant kind of guy. 6'10 inside. He blew out his knees out for the year. Baba Miller, one of the best international prospects in the country. He's ineligible for 16 games. That's why you said they'll Asinine get better in the season. Yeah. They have a point guard who's injured. They have a couple other guys who are injured. So it's 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 a mess right now, the roster-wise. They only played eight guys last night. When's mm, the last time you've yeah. seen that? But what bothers you is, man, just compete. And they that's, the, that's it. Out the, of that. The frustrating thing about that team in the after the two after they won the ACC and then they had a four-year run where they didn't go to the NCAA tournament, it's Okay, you miss some guys in recruiting, whatever it is. Sometimes those guys didn't compete, and, it, and it's and it's just like, man, you that's know how that's you lose not, people, and it's not a Leonard Hamilton. I mean, that's just no, it's not, not a Leonard Hamilton trait. That's so how you lose people, though. That can you yeah. fix that? I don't know. I think the one guy that on that court that would not look out of place if he was playing three years ago is Worley, just the way he competes. In the way he tries, I to think guard. Cam Fletcher wants to compete. Yeah, too. But, yeah, but he doesn't know what he's doing right. defensively. He still doesn't. He he's here. also still not completely healthy right now, yes, which correct. is another problem. Yeah. But Worley is the guy that definitely would he he'd be a he rotation player on the, he'd fit in there. He plays. He, he hard. would have been on that run the Boom Squad. Was yeah, that yeah, was? the Boom Squad. <laughs> like that's energy right. guy. Man, off remember the bench. those days, Ira? Yeah, those, those Halcyon days. So, uh, so yeah, so that's they don't they don't. There's not a lot of culture of leadership and a lot of culture of. This is how we play Florida State bat. Like, think about they cut that score last night after all that nonsense. They cut it to three. They cut it to three points, and then Stetson didn't miss a shot the rest of the game. Dunk, dunk, I mean, wide open three, shots at the rim. Layup, wide open layup. Shots at the rim. With the game on the line, you're giving up dunks and layups. I would also, yeah, and I, I really think that the Baba Miller thing is more than just the the length and the skill set. That dude loved it's playing. His spirit. He, he, I the mean, spirit. that guy, is, yeah. he is Absolutely. a fiery defensive presence. Yep. He loved it. Before the game, when they go back in the tunnel, they come out for the warm-ups, and they go back in the tunnel one last time to locker room before they come back out for the game. And as they're running by us, he lets out this primal scream like he's so excited, and dude's not even playing. Yeah, which like, is heartbreak. It's so, another reason the NCAA can go to hell. Just brutal, brutal, that suspension. Miami won their game last night. Did they? But do, do you Maybe think Miami go. fans are feeling good or bad no, about no. Uh, things on Tuesday? Yeah. We'll get back to 45-3 here in a minute. Yeah, after right. the break. Did after they the win break. by 42 points? They did not. No, no they won they, like they, 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 yeah. they won by like 11. Yeah. Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. You guys know sports. You pick winners all the time, so why not get paid for them at MyBookie? MyBookie has the biggest online selection of odds and contests for all your sports betting needs. Anytime, anywhere, bet on the NFL, NCAA, or swing for the fences with the brand new money bag. The MyBookie money bag is a -a one-of-a-kind opportunity to spend for crazy odds and props as well as futures. Just place your bets, spin the wheel, get ready to score epic odds on the best teams, athletes, and events. Sign up free today. Use promo code WARCHANT. Claim a deposit match of any amount up to $1,000. Again, that's promo code WARCHANT to claim your deposit bonus and give yourself the competitive edge. It's not just a sports book. It's a community bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Ooh. So, I mean, it's, it's Ooh. Were, you, were you that good Silky. from day one, Jeff? Were you always that I don't, good? I don't think so, but it's been so long. I I may have been. I don't know. It's yeah. been so many years you of never being lose that kind of good. You, must never just, lo- you just don't lose it. Some you know, and are... when you feel the spotlight hit you, like yeah. I knew coming out of that break, it was read time, and it was time to go. You saw the breathing exercises, right. the kind of stuff we do as champions. Yeah, just wait to see what I do for hour number two, Ira. Have you gotten locked in yet? Have I'm you not begun? locked in. Don't need to be. Yeah. I'm going to wait as soon as the spotlight oh, right, hits right, me. I'm right. ready to go. You don't want to get too hyped too early. Right. Which, what you don't want to do is you don't want to think about what it might sound like if it doesn't sound good. Right. Like, oh, don't, I don't get that no, in your thought. I, trust me, buddy. Whatever I you do, don't get that thought I don't thought have those negative thoughts. It's all positive. It's like, oh, man, how much are they going to love what I'm about to do? Visualize Audioize it. Audioize yeah, it. I'm going to audioize it. You can visualize. You can, yeah, you can picture it. You can hear it. I'm going to hear it. I'm yeah. going to hear it. You got it, it in your mind's great. eye as well? Oh, yeah. you got it in your, you're seeing great. yourself perform the act? I'm seeing the reaction of you two and how oh, you, the, the applause. The celebration? Yes, correct. Yeah, the moment that a champion is uh, reborn. Because yeah. it's been a minute. Nobody, I mean, we don't. there are a lot of people on this show now that were not listeners back the first time you I did our number two. I don't even remember what that was for. I think it was for going to the <laughs> Rose Bowl. And then I think the next one might have been... Beating Miami in 16 and holding them under 20 points or something. It like could have been. I, it's, it's been, been a minute. six years since it's we did it. It's been a long time. Two. Well, and that's the way it should be. You're right, Corey. That's something you're right about. You know, yeah. that we can't just be willy nilly out here, hour number two. Well, here we are, six and three, just beat Miami. But well, I, hey, I owed it. I, the 4 0 start, too. Yeah. It was the 4 0 start that yeah. I blew. So. I was up at uh, Horizons Bar and Grill the other night. Oh, nice. And man, I, I tweeted the picture down. afterwards. And some, and well, you saw the sunset. Yes, yeah. Several people asked if I sang the song from a free meal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You've convinced people. It's I a, do not sing it, and I don't think it gets you a free meal. It but does it, get you a free but, meal. But you wouldn't know. But it's, it's I go through the door singing it at the top right. of my lungs, and they're like, this guy again. Yep. And then all the free food get comes a shrimp. my way. Get him a shrimp. There, I get out there on that patio. I'm like, bring me all the shrimp. That's how <laughs> every last one of those yeah. sunset shrimps you I'd got. I'd love to bring hear one of you sing it. No, it's we never. Can't. I know y'all aren't. Gonna How do can it. we imagine? Y'all would never do it. Y'all no. never do it publicly. No, and and I want to say something. Ira is enjoying this season 
uh, immensely because I think three days a week at your at Horizons, like there's a tweet every mm. 72 yeah. hours, 48 hours at Horizons hanging out again. <laughs> like we my are, guy lives. We yeah. all need to get over there. Well, it's great. It's a great place. I'm not knocking you. I'm just noticing that you're there far more frequently than you've been like the last couple of years when we were having middling seasons. Hey, man, we're covering a winning program. Feels Six good. and three. Feels good. They, bowl team. Go one, on covering a bowl program. That's correct. One more win, gentlemen. And they'll have more wins than they've had in any season since 2016. Eeks. That hurts. Doesn't it? So if they get to eight wins, what what's like the well they're going to get what's to eight the wins. basement of their uh, their bowl possibilities? Well, I, I don't know. We need to look that up. Uh, it's looking more and more like uh, they're going to be good enough to head over to the Gator Bowl, which you're going to be happy about. Nice, you get to nice. go over to the I do think lovely Jacksonville. One challenge with all this though is because Clemson being Clemson and getting knocked out of the playoff, yeah, that's going to knock everybody else. That's down. what bothered me so much about that game. Uh, that the Florida State played against Clemson because Clemson was ripe for that. Mm-hmm. Their offense wasn't very good. Yeah. I knew it wasn't very good. They were good that night. And they, they, yeah, they, you let them be good, and that's what was so frustrating about that defensive effort. If you'd have just played solid and not given up a seventy-yard touchdown right out of the gate, maybe they they it would like they spiral a little bit because that's what they do. It would have been good to be healthier up front. Well, yes, I think so I think Fabian I think didn't play. If, if, yeah, no, Fabian didn't play, didn't play that game. That game. If, yeah, if you true. have the defense was out there Saturday or yeah. against LSU. That game probably goes differently. We talk about it a lot because when you are trending upwards and you're thinking about possibly winning nine games, ten games with a bowl win, you wonder about what could have been. Well, I mean, you can get wrapped up in that. You can't do that. Lots of teams have to deal with injuries and overcome them. It does remind you that you know Fabian Lovett is a huge difference maker, but it also reminds you that Florida State's depth isn't where it needs to be to be a championship-level team. It's just a good team yeah. right now. Trending towards very team, right? yeah. Yeah. And I, but I, I, yeah. And I heard you talking about this yesterday on the wildly popular Jeff yeah, Cameron show you, from 1 yeah. to 3. It's still on. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Y'all just talked about you being on yeah. it. Um, he, uh, you were saying that you know that issue, that, that topic, you might get to a point at this point of the, the climb where you've mm. got maybe 30 really good players or 35 really good players, but you just don't have that depth. And it goes back to that conversation we were just having about the offensive line is that's got to get you excited yeah. because you may be in a situation where within the next year or so you're bringing in the Julian Armellas and Jalen Earleys and those guys are playing and now you've got other studs behind them. And so if you do have an injury, you're not just – Man, just trying to find a human being, which they three or four years ago. Oh yeah, you literally just threw a guy out there because you have to. <laughs> and, <laughs> You're so, like, so we're required to play this guy. Yeah. I mean, somebody's gonna have to play it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that that is. Abdul, exciting. have you ever played offensive <laughs> line before? No. <laughs> no. Uh, hey, you're big though. Yeah. Just try to stay in front. We're gonna need you to do that. Move your feet. Move your yeah, feet. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, it's it's tough because I I think you know you you, you want to be careful about how you phrase it for people because if a guy's thrown in before he's ready to play and then he plays poorly we're apt to kind of blame him for getting beat on plays but that's the way they were in a cycle where that was happening and I was like well that kid's now ruined sometimes physically but also more so mentally and they some of these kids never recovered from right. just getting their ass beat by like a fourth year junior yeah. who's been in this other program eating lifting whatever steroids he's on you know and just throwing you around it's tough to recover from that so, yeah, I, I do think that we're building towards that. When you watch the, the championship-level teams, the teams that make the playoff, the teams that have a chance to win uh, a national championship, you'll see guys get hurt there, too. I mean, it happens, but then they're replaced by a five-star kid who's been waiting in the wings for a year and a half. you know. And so Forest State's got to get to that point. But along the way, you're watching a lot of guys get a lot better and gain confidence. It's going to be fun to see who comes back for this team as well. Yeah. That's going to be – That's a challenge because they could lose quite a few important keys, but they're also – I want to see what kind of uptick we get in recruiting now because that's where a lot of our attention turns. All right, clearly the program's turning the corner. Can you solidify a 
top 10 recruiting class, something close to a top 10 recruiting class, and, and start to bring in these elite players. We, technically, when you look at the starting 22 that played on Saturday, there's only three that are seniors. Right. It's Cooper, Gibbons, and Emmanuel, right? I think there's four or five seniors that start. Because I, I, I had it my three, two, one. I, I, who, I are the, uh, who are the other ones? I'd have to go back and look. Oh, cause it's, because Lovett could technically come back. Uh, I don't think he will. Well, he, but he if he plays well these last three games, I don't think keep he will. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Yeah, uh, it, uh, Jamie Robinson could technically come back, theoretically. Yeah. Jordan Travis, Johnny Wilson, Trey, like all these guys could come back. And Oh, I think quite a few of them will. I do too. I don't, I don't, you know, we get so caught up because we watch it in a vacuum. Like, oh, he's a pretty good player as an underclassman. I hope he doesn't go pro. It's like, man, he, he, there, there aren't there aren't a ton of underclassmen around the country that go pro. It's like two on a team usually. So I think Florida State fans are worried about six guys going. So are you talking about defense or just in general? In general. There's uh, Dylan Gibbons is a senior. Dimitri Emanuel is a senior. Justin Turnantine's a senior. Well, Pokey. he didn't start. I was talking well, about, but he is a starter. He no, just wasn't I, I, but available. But I said specifically Saturday. Oh, okay. That's what well, I'm talking, talking about. about. This big picture of this team, yeah. who are starters. Them, Pokey Wilson, Cam McDonald. So that's five guys on offense that have been your core starters. And then uh, Robert Cooper on defense. And Leonard Warner starts sometimes, but uh, but basically it's those six guys. Yeah, so all those other guys. There's a but the you know there's a lot of juniors. There's a lot of even redshirt sophomores who've been in college now for four years because of the COVID year. Yeah. So I but they're well, not but I, they're not all like elite NFL prospects. No, no, but and they can make money right, coming back here. Right. Yeah. There's a couple of those guys that I think are. are well, you know, for more starters, Jordan Travis, though, you would want to bring him back. You've got oh, money sure. in your NIL to do so. Yeah. I think they'll offer that up big time. Oh, I'm sure they're going to try to keep all those guys. But I guess my well, my question is, uh, most of those guys, yeah. the guys that we're, we think care, they that are integral to this team. Well, I was just going to say, you named some guys on the list. that. No, I'm not talking about those. Those, okay. are, those are guys who are graduating. I'm talking about guys that are, you know, the – you know, man, obviously. Fabian Lovett, Jared Burst, know, Jamie Johnny, Robinson. Johnny Wilson. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. Johnny Wilson will come back. Ben, he has Trey to. Ben. And I would think that Verse is going to leave. Um, if you have a first round grade, he's going to go. If he has a first round grade. Which right now, apparently he does. I mean, man, but, but no, those to grades are nonsense. Yeah. Right now. No, 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 it doesn't no, matter. No, no I, I, I get it. Brett I'm Williams just, was a first round grade. I, I also. And we love you, Brett. Brett's a listener. We love you, Brett. Yeah. But what I'm but, saying like, is. But the big board had him in the first round, and then he, you know, he gets. Didn't get drafted in the first round. All I'd say is, if you're projected to go in the first round, he probably For goes. Sure, probably but goes. It's just and, I, and he's kind of a dynamic player. I can see he, why somebody might think that. No question. But it's not like he doesn't have questions. And if you have questions, that leads to maybe not being a first round pick. I mean, he hasn't played a lot of college There's football. Also, I mean, even this season. Well, I'm not the one projecting yeah. him. I don't, I'm I mean, just telling you, he's on six different boards in the first round. Yeah, I, it's not one slap that's, dick that's out there saying echo, this. But it's an echo chamber, man. Those guys are okay. whatever. We'll see. We'll see. I, you know, I, I want him to come back. Yeah. No. Well, here's the thing. He's not. In my opinion, again, I, I, I'm, I'm with Jeff that I, I think if he's a first two round pick, he should go. But he's not Jermaine Johnson. And Jermaine Johnson barely got in the first round. He was the 27th overall pick. Yeah. Jared Verse is not as good as Jermaine Johnson. And it Johnson. played two years played at Georgia two before extra years. years here. So Jared Verse being mocked because he's got some tackles for loss does mean, means literally nothing. It's what he does in the combine and what he does in his pro day, which he'll do well. But the point being, um, you, have, you have money now to make offers, reasonable offers, yes. to keep guys in school. You just do. It's part of, the, it's part of this age we live in. And so a real interesting... Um, storyline for all these colleges moving forward is recruiting versus retention. What do you use that money on? Because you, you, you. I mean, right now, man, I, I think the port. You look attractive enough in the portal that you don't have to go crazy there. But you've, you, if you keep 
seven, six of those guys we just yeah. mentioned, yeah. you're a top 12 team to start next year. Oh, and I think they'll keep several of them. To Iris' point, yeah. I agree with you. I think they're yeah. going to keep several and, of them. And you, you need some of them to leave to, to create room because yeah, well, right. you, know, you don't have a ton of seniors, and you, you know, you're know you going to sign guys and you want more better because, players in the portal. But like the, the thing I wanted to position to you guys or posit to you guys before was – how much does the fact of how much this team seems to like each other, how mm. much the fact that they seem to enjoy every part of this, you know, the the coaches, they enjoy their teammates, they've enjoyed turning around a program, how much that will influence, or do you think it influences guys at all when they make a decision? Because the only reason I say that is, man, maybe the for last, Jordan Travis, right? The last six years, well, not the last six years, but the last four years, probably the Jimbo was here, guys couldn't wait to get the hell out. Correct. If they could get out, they were gone. I'd, that's not going to be the case. Now, it's not going to keep a guy who's projected first round. But if a guy is projected fourth round or fifth round, maybe does yeah. that weigh in? Yeah, I think it's. It, I would think. I would think it would. Well, would, especially uh, if you, you do for get the, paid. for the guys that are you know where you're unsure if you're even going to be on a roster. Like, let's say you get drafted in the fifth or sixth round. No guarantees you're going to make it anywhere, but the practice squad maybe. And then you would figure out is that your best path to your career or not, or is it better to come back, put more on film, get paid. $100,000 or whatever it might be for you, or more, obviously. How about Tatum Bethune as an example? Yeah, it's a good example. Perfect example. He's a because really he's mature guy who loves playing college football, not, also not gets a great that he NFL doesn't prospect. have elite measurables, so he's he could come yeah, back. He's not going to do well at the combine. No, he's a guy that I think could come back if he loves playing college football that much, and yeah. he's a, a a vital piece to your puzzle, sure. And okay. I think that's where what's different is if, 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 it's, if the culture is not good, people aren't happy right now, or if you're not having success, right. whatever, he's not no bought in, right. then, man, if I can get out, I'm leaving. That's the perfect example of a guy who I think would stay that might not if things were going poorly. I do like – it is important that you want to go to work with, and play next to the guy you know that you that you have to, to work so hard with and play for the guy that is out there yelling at you every day. got to believe he cares and loves you, and you do see a lot of that. And when you hear players say that, man, it warms the heart because it lets you know that he's created the right environment for growth and belief – uh, it also helps in recruiting because those same kids are going to tell other kids, hey, man, it's pretty yes. cool here. This guy will push you, but he loves you. And yeah. he's out here every day with you, and he's going to work hard with you to make you better. And I've seen it with my own eyes. You know, that, that is important. It, I do think individually you got to look at each player's situation. You guys both know that, obviously. And then it gets interesting because I could love a coach – but if I know I have a chance to go in the first two rounds or something, then I may go because I don't know unless I can go from being middle of the second round to top. That's 10 what I was yeah. going to ask you is because because yeah. Corey definitely thinks like top two rounds versus should go, and I don't look at the number. I mean, he knows the salary structure much better than I do for the NFL. But like to me, if you think if Jared Verse thinks he's a top ten prospect at some point. Wouldn't it be worth coming back if you, if you're projected as possible second round pick? It would be. Um, what is FSU going to pay me? To come back, you mean Rising Spear? Uh, sorry, you're right. Yeah, completely right. separate right. entity. That's the, the not. Boost, yeah, yeah not, Florida yeah, State absolutely. doesn't even know what's going on. They are unsure of but any hope, kind of money. I'm sure they hope that Rising Spear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe Rising Spear, this independent collective that, yeah. for whatever reason, benevolence perhaps, right. uh, just like FSU, uh, want to offer up money. Yeah, how much am I getting paid by this independent collective, Rising Spear, to come back and play football and my insurance policy and all that yeah. stuff? Like, what, right. what can I get? Um, he is just a soft more too and he's a smart kid and you know he came he made a mature decision to come to florida state because from everything that we heard 
he had oh, some, man, a huge he had some board. Op- yeah. Well, he had some, and he also had some opportunities to yeah. go elsewhere, and maybe uh, maybe some other independent organizations mm. might have helped him out <laughs> if he had gone there. So he, but he chose Florida State because he saw what Jermaine Johnson did, and he just liked the way they talked to him during the recruiting. So process. just so you know, Jermaine Johnson being drafted, I think he was what was he twenty seventh, twenty sixth, twenty second. I, I looked it up the other we week. We actually did this once before, and I think I said twenty second. Yeah, I think it was later than that. Well, but, double check. But it was uh, he got he's he got guaranteed a fourteen million dollar contract. Which that's late first round, right? Like that's so top ten would have to be guaranteed of twenty five, twenty eight million at least. I, that's a that's a that now a second round pick is guaranteed of probably four to six. So I mean that's a big deal. It man. is a it's twenty two million dollars. But the di- the difference is this is a guy that's had a hard time staying on the field, and he's seen the injury risk of football. But that's one of those questions. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of film, and he's yeah. had some injuries. But that's so that's but that's what the the calculus he has to do in his head about um what he there you go so twenty oh twenty six twenty six there we go um so that's what he has to th- figure out in his head is okay I can go now and maybe be the thirty fourth pick in the draft and and be set or I could come back and be the ninth pick in the draft and make five times as much money he's and also, I'll be getting paid in the meantime by Florida. By Rising Spear. I was going to say, Florida, Florida State, State has again. nothing to do with this, I don't know this, why, why do you keep that? doing this? Ridiculous. Yeah. It, I was cor- you guys were right to correct uh, me the Rising first time. Rising Spear, we don't even know what college they support. Yeah. We don't <laughs> even know what team they're rooting for. But he, and Verse is a perfect example, though, of what I'm talking about, where these kids who love being here, yeah. where in the press conference two weeks ago when C.J. Campbell scored the touchdown, mm-hmm. they brought him in, comes back from a season-ending injury, and uh, they, they had them on the dais together, and at one point, like CJ Campbell was talking, and Verse mumbled something to him, but I couldn't hear where we were sitting. I couldn't hear what he said. And I went back and watched it. And Verse turns to him and he goes, Man, you said broken fibula like six times. <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny. Like he's just a teen. You know, it's just yeah. like it's just like a he doesn't act. Jermaine Johnson, love Jermaine he was Johnson. A pro. Unbelievable player. That dude yeah. was a pro. Yeah. It wasn't that relationship. Yeah, no, yeah. no. It, okay, nobody yeah. on that team had that relationship. Yeah. And I think Verse has that relationship with all those guys. I mean, so that's it's, it's a factor. So what, He's a first-round pick, probably not a big factor. Right. So Johnny Wilson, Jared Burst, Fabian Lovett, Jordan Travis. So if we pulled our money together, is it five to keep them all? Five million? Mm-hmm. To keep them all? No, it's less than that. You think? Yeah. Okay. So you you said which five? Travis, Johnny Wilson, Fabian Lovett, Jared Burst. Just four. Yeah, it's less than five. I was saying 1.25 each. It's, it's, it's less than five million, yeah. Okay. But For more sure. than one. More than one million, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if yeah, Rising yeah. Spear yeah. wants to make it happen, <laughs> right, right. fans that contribute to them yeah. want to make it happen. Look, yeah. man, here's the thing. This team, if a bunch of those guys come back, will will likely be the preseason, unless Clemson figures out a quarterback situation, will likely be the preseason pick to win the ACC. Yeah. If you bring back the, the bulk the of nucleus. this team, yeah. Oh, yeah. you might be the preseason ACC. And then now and you're talking about a contender pick. to be in the playoff. If, all those, if a bunch of those dudes go – Man, now it's a it could be a step back. I think uh, so there's a lot on the line in those decisions. It's exciting though because with each passing victory is the opportunity a to replace those players with others in the transfer portal if need be right. because now yeah. you're a draw again and or their desire to stick around may very well rise as well because you're winning games and you got a chance to achieve something truly special. Hour number two. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's from go. Man Corey Clark as well as headliner questions. That's next. Stay with us. Seminal headlines. Ninety three three Real Talk Radio. War Chant TV continues in a moment.